Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. Hope you're well, Steve. Yeah, good. Good. Yeah. Where are you this morning? I'm in a, a hotel in oh, Manchester. Not? No, oh, I'm not. I'm in Manchester on a filming. So I'm in a, I've got a day off. I'm in a hotel nice. in the Corn Exchange, looking down on Exchange Square. Oh, wow. Hammering down with rain. Of course. They're putting up the Christmas market, though. It all opens oh, on Friday. They? I didn't know that yes. was going to happen to this this year. Oh so, yeah, know. it's the one around the yeah. corner's already open. There's a little little beer keller and everything. So oh, do you know what? There's, I don't know what it is about a Christmas market, but I love them. I love a Christmas market. Oh, and do you know Christmas what? If you go somewhere where they've got a bad one, it makes you really angry. It leaves a really bitter taste in your mouth. <laughs> well, you you and uh, Tam actually. That's one of your little hobbies, isn't it, Christmas time? You well, we haven't done years. it for a bit, yeah, but we used to, we'd go away. Yeah, we'd go to like Berlin or, or Vienna just for a couple of days and experience the Christmas markets of abroad. Oh, they know what how to do it in Germany. What? I was going to say, the German markets in Germany, are they... Right. They're not from Britain, are they? We've not done like an exchange thing. Yeah, they're just selling like eggs and stuff. <laughs> No, I went to one in, well, I think it was in Stuttgart once, and it was the biggest, it was meant to be the biggest German market in Germany, probably, right. in Europe. Okay, yeah. The thing, <laughs> it was massive, but you know the thing about Christmas markets, don't you? You've got your Glühwein store, you've got your Bratwurst yeah. store, you've yeah. got your wrapper banana and chocolate store. Yeah. Bloke selling wood things, that when you rub them, sounds like an owl. Yeah. It was basically that. There's only four stores, isn't there? Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, when they peel on, a potato, make it a big, long crisp, that thing. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. nice, yeah. By the fourth or fifth row, there was a man selling a, like a little plastic thing that chopped onions really quickly. We'd, we'd sort of run out of Christmas oh, stuff. Oh, right, yeah. okay. <laughs> it became yeah. a car boot sale. Yeah, I must say, I do, um, I do overspend at those places as well. well. You end up buying some stuff, you think, why, I don't need a wooden toadstool. What am I doing with this? Everyone needs a wooden toadstool. <laughs> well, we've got a couple if anybody wants one. <laughs> Well, that's exciting that the Christmas markets are happening. Mm, I am, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a December Christmas guy. I'm very, I'm very strict about. It. I think because my dad's birthday's first of December. Yeah, we've always had it in our head, like the decorations and tri- everything. Nothing goes up till the second of December. Well, my mum's birthday was the fifth of December, so we did right. the same system. Similar thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I don't know. This year, I think maybe because we had it stolen from us last year. Yeah. This year, I'm feeling festive early. I don't know. Well, I think last year we were all like, let's put the trees up in September because it was yeah, such a bad we year. <laughs> <laughs> Everything just to make it a bit different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talking of Christmas, by the way, if anyone's feeling festive, I know it's, you know, five past eight in the morning, um, but uh, I'm doing some Christmas concerts with uh, Joe Stilgo, who's a brilliant musician, and, and his band. Uh, we're doing them 5th, 6th, and 7th of December. Lowry. Not, uh, London, Drury Lane and Nottingham so uh, yeah come along it's going to be a I love a Christmas concert I'm trying to find Steve that I'm trying to pitch it yeah. you know at Christmas time you think right what should we do as a night out I was thinking panto and or you either got panto or you've got like quite formal uh, Christmas orchestra arrangements and stuff where you know yeah. if you start joining in with Good King Wenceslas you're going to get a digital they don't like it today. if you start so trying to pitch it in the middle them, yeah. <laughs> yeah trying to pitch it in the middle somewhere you know where it's yeah. um, festive and fun, but also, you know, good quality. It's got a bit traditional, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you can join in. I'm happy for you to join in. I love yeah. a bit of that. Uh, so you're in Manchester looking over the uh, the Christmas markets mm. uh, that are being built. I am in uh, Doncaster. Doncaster. Yeah, I was in Darlington last night. I'm in Peterborough tomorrow. Ooh. Yeah, showbiz triangle. That's what they call it. That's what they call it. Uh, so Doncaster was about halfway. So I just stayed here last night on the way home from the gig, on yeah. the way back to Peterborough from the gig. Um, and we stayed in a lovely hotel called Mount Pleasant. Mm, yeah, hotel, nice. like a TV show. Yeah. And uh, it's, um, yeah, no, it's, it's it's nice. i tell you how nice it is, Steve, right? It's um, it's pretty old, like it's an old hotel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a, there's a rustic charm to it. There's a creaky floorboard when you walk upstairs. Yeah, and I've got to say, like when we it. got in at midnight last night, I mean, Stephen, who's my uncle, stroke, yeah. he's doing my driving on this tour. Yeah. He's a bit of a, a wimp at the best of times when it comes to ghostly like things. ghosts and stuff. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. so if we're like, you know, we're staying in these hotels which are hundreds of years old sometimes. And, right. Uh, you know, all you all you have to say is like, oh, I've stayed here before. I Oh, this room. I think someone killed himself in there. Anyway, night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Yeah, he's awake for the rest of the night. That's him done, yeah. So <laughs> I shouldn't really, but I can't help it. Yeah, do easy. Um, yeah, yeah. So we're uh, and we're listening to this um, podcast at the moment. I don't know if you've mm. listened to these. Really good. Uh, they're on uh, BBC Sounds. Um, the one's called the Battersea Poltergeist. 
Oh, no, I haven't heard this. Yeah, it's really good. It's got Toby Jones, the actor. Yeah. Um, he's like, it's sort of like dramatised, but like the guy, it's more sort of a um, detailed exploration into this poltergeist yeah. from the 50s. And they actually speaking to the little girl. She was a little girl at the time. She's, she was 15 at the time. She's like, you know, in her 80s or whatever now. Mm. And talking to her about it and stuff like that. It's really fascinating. It's really oh, good. That sounds good. That sounds yeah, good. It's very, yeah, it's well good. That That's on there, BBC Sounds. And uh, there was another one. Um, but that, the reason I got into it was because the other one's called Uncanny. Yeah. Um, and that was a really good one as well. That's got a couple of good ghost stories. So, yeah, I so, thought that was about I'm, some Geordies who weren't very good. <laughs> Uncanny. Oh. <laughs> so they were, uh, so yeah, I've been listening to that, but like getting in the car at night, like 11 o'clock. I'll, yeah. like, oh, I'll put it on the speakers and have a listen yeah. to that as he I love this. <laughs> <laughs> what is that about? I think that's just men who do that. You know, if yeah. you like, if if uh, women are so caring, I, mean, I know this is broad statements, but there's a there's a caring nature to women, isn't it? If one of their friends is feeling fragile or, mm. um, you know, help on out, the edge you know, yeah. they help out, don't they? Oh, yeah, hey, look after Debbie tonight. You know, she needs she needs a bit of a hand. Yeah. Whereas blokes will just like, what's his weakness? Ghosts. <laughs> Ghosts. Right. Right. Go for it. Let's manipulate it. <laughs> Put that sheet on, John. Put that sheet on. Yeah. Put the glasses over the top of the sheet. <laughs> <laughs> We're awful. We're awful. Uh, but yeah, I've stayed at this lovely hotel. Um, I stayed there last night. And uh, the reason I mention it is because this morning I pulled out three charger wires out of my bag and none of them were for my laptop. Oh. All three were for my phone. Um, yeah, and because cool. of Apple's annoying, annoying, everyone else has got the same charger wire. Yeah, um, that UBC one or whatever, uh, but not not not. No, they got like four different on. ones called Lightning, so oh, that lightning. you don't even know where you are. Lightning, no. a, lightning B, lightning C. I don't know oh, what's going on. So anyway, I rang reception and uh, Debbie and receptions give me a laptop. Oh, so that's I'm actually nice. doing the show from Debbie's laptop. All right. So thanks, God. Deb. God bless, Deb. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Matters. I spoke last week, Steve, about um, the cat behaviourist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How did yeah. that go? Well, I've not booked them in, if I'm honest. Yeah. What was it? 200 quid for a Zoom, one hour of Zoom. 200 quid for an hour Zoom consultation. Yeah. Um, Cats don't sit I'm... still with the Zoom either, do they? <laughs> no, exactly. Um, I mean, the mad thing is, like, I've seen a therapist before in the flesh, and that mm. was less than 100 quid less than for, that. For, a, for a human. <laughs> yeah. Thinking, well, are they more complicated than cats, though? I mean, who knows what's mm. going on inside a cat's head? <laughs> Well, there is that, yeah. There is a lot. They can't tell you what's going on, I suppose. Yeah. And even if they could, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. That's what that's cats, cats are like. for you. Yeah. yeah. Dog dog wears its heart on its sleeve, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. Do you know Whereas what I mean? a cat, a little bit more. I'm doing this now. Why? You don't need yeah. to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You will understand. My uh, So in the end, I've not gone for it at the, at the moment. I'm sort of leaving it as that. As That's like the... Smash the emergency glass. Yeah, that's the, the uh, yeah. for the cat behaviour for the people who. So what uh, have you done? Uh, Give them a good, good, good talking to. Good, a good, good talking to. Yeah. No, basically, I so the, for people who weren't listening last week, I've got yeah. these two ragdoll cats. They're indoor cats. They don't go outside, uh, but yet they literally keep trying to get out the whole time. Mm. They don't know that they're indoor cats. <laughs> they don't know they're indoor cats. Yeah, basically. And uh, and I thought well. You know, and obviously I'm worried about them getting stolen or mm. uh, run over or, you know, getting in a fight with other cats because one of them got mm. battered by a ginger tom out back yeah. the other week. Yeah. And so there's lots going on. Uh, and then they keep, like, messing, like, you know, doing little wheeze and poos and stuff in places oh. that aren't their litter tray. Oh, yeah. So two, I've, I've did a bit of research on the internet. Firstly, yeah. um, I've just uh, I've just started letting them out at the back garden a little yeah. bit, you know, yeah. on time. Um, they can't believe it. They keep looking at me like, what? What's going on? Yeah. You're just so irresponsible. We're indoor cats and you're opening the back door for us. <laughs> I thought this is what you wanted. No, shut up. Oh, cats. <laughs> we like the idea of going out. Yeah, That's we don't different want to, we, to actually like going out. We like sneaking out. We don't want to be let out. We like getting out. We want to do the opposite, opposite of what you want us to do. <laughs> That's exactly what's happened. Maybe that's the way to keep them in. Leave the back door open. Well, do you know what? It's funny because I've, I've started leaving this back door open and just walking in and out myself and sort of letting them mm. notice that I know it's open. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I'm and, aware of this door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they basically go out for about five minutes and then come back in. Like, yeah. it's rubbish that's, out there. Yeah, it's freezing, it's isn't it? Yeah, Where's all the beds? Exactly. Yeah, so they've um, so that's that's sort of cured that a little bit. 
which is good. Um, and then the other thing is, I bought another um, litter tray, a third litter tray. Yeah, to stop uh, the weeds and the poos. Yeah, I googled it and it said that you're supposed to give a cat 1.5 litter trays per cat. Oh, 1.5. I don't know how you have a litter tray. Yeah. But yeah, so they should have one each and then just like a sharing one. one. Yeah, yeah, between them. Yeah. So, uh, so maybe they that. do like number twos in one each and then the, the next one's just for the wee wees. Maybe. They've got look, Sergio. Right, little deal. Yeah. That one over there is not for poos, okay? Yeah. Don't, you know, like sometimes your wife does that, you know, when you're in like yeah. a hotel. Right. <laughs> Don't yeah, be having well, well, downstairs. Point a B day. <laughs> <laughs> that is a B day, right? This is not an ensuite room. That is a B no, day. I'm not thumbing that down the plug hole like last time. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoy your breakfast this morning, folks. <laughs> Jason Manford. I don't know if you've seen this, Steve. A dog's TV channel's been launched. That's it? Yeah. Created after three years of research, the channel will air scientifically tested programming aiming to alleviate symptoms of conditions such as separation anxiety, loneliness and stress. Oh, so you just leave the telly on when you go to work? Just leave a telly on, yeah. Get a bicky uh, and a copper and sit there and watch that? Pretty much, yeah. They'll also have shows to help owners better understand and look after their pet. I need a cat one of these. That's what I need. Yeah. A cat version of cat watch TV. it there, would they? That would, yeah. <laughs> No, unless you put it on the telly outside. Unless you didn't want it to watch it, and then they would watch it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Professor Nicholas Dogman. His no. name is Dogman? No way. Nicholas Dogman has <laughs> invented a dog TV channel? Yeah. Dogman? <laughs> amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. He, you can see it. That's happened. He's turned well, up at the station. And he's gone, my name's Dogman. I want a dog hired. channel. They've gone, your name's Dogman. <laughs> yeah, hi. Give, give me 12 hours. <laughs> Uh, he says that the scientist says dog TV is an excellent resource for dog owners to help alleviate some of the behavioural problems that can arise when dogs are left alone. Numbers of owners rise in pandemic. Uh, owners are returning to work. T- dog TV helps canines to feel relaxed and comforted uh, until their owners return home. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? That kind of works, doesn't it? I tell you what is funny about cats and dogs is Go when on. you sit down of an evening. Well, this isn't in our house, but I think it's in everyone's. Head. When you sit down of an evening to watch the telly and they mm. come and sit next to you. They face the telly. <laughs> they never yeah. face away from the telly. They're not watching it, I don't think. No. They've got their eyes closed. But what, they all go, oh, we're looking over here, are we? All right, well, we'll look over here then. <laughs> they have to face the same way you're facing. Right, right, right. Okay, looking over at that wall. Gotcha. <laughs> Weird that. Yeah, I wonder if that's on Sky TV. I mean, you wouldn't want the doc, dog to uh, pause it, would you? Oh, that's good. See what I've done yeah. there. What about if the cat was scrolling through the planner and stumbled upon the dog channel? Yeah, that would feel Imagine weird. Imagine the chaos there. Yeah. <laughs> it'd, be like, it'd be like catching, you know, it'd be like you come down in the morning, a bit, it's on Babe Station. You'd be like, what have you been, yeah. what have you been watching? <laughs> With the cats. Have <laughs> you been watching this dog, dog TV? Oh, no, that's, that's not for you. <laughs> Donnie Barco, trying to think of some films they could watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you got all the, you know, Turner and Ooch and all them, them will be on. Oh, yeah, sure. so, yeah, yeah. The K9. Pulp Fiction. Paw Patrol. Um, yeah, yeah, put Paw Patrol on loop. That's basically what it is. He's invented a dog channel. What is it? It's, it's Paw Patrol on roof. Get out of here, dogman. <laughs> Get out of my office. The postman always screams twice. Yeah. There yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. I'll be thinking about this for the rest of the day. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. So every tour, Steve, right? Yeah. Every time I, there's a couple of places that always sort of stick in your head. Yeah. for odd things that happen mm, when right, you're there. Yeah. Yeah. And generally, they are Blackburn and Middlesbrough. Uh, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it is about those two towns. Anyway, on this tour, they happened to be Thursday and Friday last week. Oh, wow. That's just... So you've got the double double whammy double, there. Double bubble, yeah. Yeah. So Thursday... Um, there was actually the gig was sort of okay. There wasn't too much going on. The only thing that did happen was um, my uh, support act didn't turn up. Is this in Blackburn or Middlesbrough? This was in Blackburn, yeah. Yeah. So support act didn't turn up, and uh, I was sort of, I was sort of thinking, oh, it was like seven o'clock, and I was thinking, oh, I'll just do it myself. It's all right, yeah. don't matter. It's not it's not the end of the world, you know. Um, but then I thought, oh, it's nice to have somebody. So I just said to the venue, any local comedians who. Fancy coming along yeah. and uh, and doing a little bit. Um, anyway, 
uh, in the end, uh, this fantastic comic uh, rocked up who I'd, not, I'd actually not heard before, a guy called Ben Laws. Um, mm. He was literally, at 7 o'clock, just sitting down to have his tea with his <laughs> wife. Yeah. He gets a phone call. Like, half an hour later, he's on stage in front of 1,400 people. Wow. Biggest gig he'd ever done. <laughs> I was like, I had to put my trousers on. I was like, I'm glad you did. Yeah. And, it's not, uh, not Zoom yeah. anymore. <laughs> no, exactly. But he absolutely ripped it. Well, he did nice. really well. Yeah, so it wasn't like the gig was kind of was fine. But it was just the the oddness this time was just having somebody on who'd, you know, just sent me down for watch Corey. Only ever, yeah, only ever played hundred people before suddenly playing fourteen hundred. But that was fun. Um, and then in the past in Blackburn, um, I had a woman throw a nappy at me once, like a full uh, one or a... no? Thankfully, it was empty. I think I just had what baby is maybe and. Oh, she was sort of was... being funny or whatever. But it, just the idea that at some point she left the house thinking, <laughs> I'm going to bring this nappy. You know I mean, yeah. like that was that, yeah. that was a thought process. I'm lob this. You'd have to have something in it to, to travel that far. Yeah, you know it, yeah, it didn't travel well, to be fair. but yeah, Because they would just odd... go up in the air and, you know, they're quite light, aren't yeah, they? Unless they're to do. And in fact, I think Blackburn, Blackburn made it into my uh, final set one year because I was on tour there and there'd been a robbery. Of the local um, like jewelry shop, jewelry shop down the road, yeah. uh, at the exact time as like you know whatever fifteen hundred people were coming into the venue, and uh, the police be some witnesses, to, yeah. What well, the opposite? The police had to come in and have a search through like the the audience because obviously what a great if they planned it they'd gone right. Yeah. Manford's on at seven thirty. We robbed the jewelers, yeah. then we just assimilate into yeah. the crowd. What on the, when it got robbed? Oh, we were um, where were we? Well, we were having a drink in a bar at seven o'clock, yeah. I think. Yeah, we yeah, definitely remember. Yes, yeah, and I remember cool. laughing about it because there was a, a van outside that said CSI Blackburn on the side, and yeah. it just sounded like the worst was, version of that. And there was a woman on the front <laughs> row with a massive necklace on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was Blackburn and Middlesbrough. Um, this week, uh, <laughs> well, the last time I was there, I um, somebody. Oh, this is this is an awful story. Um, there was one time where a pigeon was loose in Middlesbrough Town Hall, and the show went up an hour late. Literally, the guy came in and was like, "I'm sorry, Mr. Mumford, but there is a a pigeon loose in the hall. We can't let people in." And uh, and it went up an hour late. And when I went in to check how they were getting on, this is a massive, like old, two hundred year old I've, town I've hall. Middlesbrough Town Hall. I've played yeah, there. it's massive, yeah. isn't it? Huge yeah. ceiling. And he was on a stepladder with a net trying to catch oh, it. Oh, mate! <laughs> it's about fifty foot high. Oh, she keeps flying away. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. um, and then the last time, which is a disgusting story, so I'm sorry if you're eating, um, somebody threw up over the balcony onto the people oh. on the stalls, can you imagine? What, in the middle of, what were you talking about? In the, in the middle, middle like, just before the first half, end of the first half, and I just, I literally walked off. I said, oh, I can't deal with that. See you, see you in a minute. <laughs> I can't deal with that. <laughs> Here's a nappy. Clean it up with that. <laughs> see you in a bit, mate. <laughs> Yeah, just there's just some odd places that you get to on tour, um, mm. and uh, and and those two for some reason something always happens. Um, in fact, the people who who were thrown upon at Middlesbrough, I remember a week after I'd sent my agent a dry cleaning bill like it were my fault. It's not your fault, is it? Not my fault, mate. Is it? Not my fault. I made, did I make them laugh till they threw up? No, I think they'd been drinking all day. Yeah, um, <laughs> more likely. More likely. Um, and then the other thing that happened this week was in Middlesbrough, uh, there was a woman called Lisa who was uh, raising awareness for sort of checking your breasts and stuff, breast cancer yeah. awareness and whatever, who made me um, 12 cakes. And as I walked in, I said to Gordon, my tour manager, look at those cakes, they all look like boobs. And they were. Oh, she's done they boob were. cakes? Yeah. Mm. 12, 12 sort of nipples. Uh, on top of cake. Are you sure they weren't just cherry bake ones? No, honest, <laughs> honestly. Um, so I thought, I said to Gordon, uh, 12 boob cakes. That looks funny, doesn't it? Mm. That was like my little joke there. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good gag, that, on the, in the moment. <laughs> if you got that, then fair play. If you didn't, don't worry about it. <laughs> but well done, Lisa, for raising awareness. <laughs> I had a party last week, Steve. Halloween party. Oh yeah, yeah. You said yeah. yeah on the yeah. Saturday night, it was good fun. Mm. Good fun. Uh, but we started early because it was sort of obviously it's for kids, isn't it? Halloween. Yeah. Um, so we started at like half five with some like so a play bus. Have you heard of these? 
No, what's that? I've never forgotten in London. Basically, guys bought a, in Cheshire, he's bought a double decker bus, turned it into a play centre. So you just bring it to your house. Well, he just drives it to and it's all. It's all it's part, that's a great idea. Parts outside and it's two floors of fun. 150 oh, quid for three hours. Thank that you. That sounds good. Having it. And they're all outside, not messing your house up. Yeah. Oh, in, yeah. Where's all the rubbish? Drive it away, mate. Exactly. Yeah. Take the glitter exactly. with you. There's some glitter on the. Let's go out the back there. Take that with you. <laughs> Uh, so we had, a, we had this fun, but it got to sort of half 11, 12 o'clock and I was knackered because we'd obviously yeah. started three hours earlier on yeah. the party. So it was really 3 a.m. Um, and I was sort of in charge of, uh, we had, we got some speakers in that and, uh, I was yeah. selecting the music as we You're go along. You're the DJ. I was the DJ. And DJ Jace. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the house. In his house. Yeah. He's in and, his own house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were. I was sort of doing it. It was a bit of a nineties theme going on because I sort of judged the age of the room. You know, mm. thinking, okay, yeah, it's good yeah, DJ yeah. work. Yeah, you've sort of done a little bit yeah. of detective work and gone. I know exactly. what these are like. Ace of yeah. base. Let's go. Exactly, exactly. Um, but it did get to a point where I was thinking, right? How do I get rid of these people? Oh, uh, so you're looking how, for a? Song. How do you tell them? Yeah, how do you tell them? The night is over, guys. What yeah. song? What is the song that signals it, to you in your head? The that, end of a party. Yeah. Is that like basic rollers one, isn't it? Bye bye baby. <laughs> bye bye baby's a good one. That could work, yeah. Um I always sort of I try and ease into it. I, what I ended up doing was I went, um, We Are Family. I thought it was quite yeah. a nice one. Yeah. Because it sort of it brings everybody in, doesn't it? To sort of go because yeah. you look at your you look at your family, don't you? And say, We are family. family. While you're actually looking at your family and you, Let's you do get your hand these to their face. Out of our house. <laughs> Let's yeah. work together on this. <laughs> you stop washing up, I'll put my jammers on. That sort of thing. <laughs> that sort of thing, exactly. Yeah. Um, I went, Mr. Mr. Brightside's a good one as well, because it knackers people out, because they do that yeah. pogoing <laughs> yeah. thing. Do you know they're bouncing up and down? Yeah, it might give them a second uh, win there. You've got to be careful and, with that uh, one. And then New York, New York. Well, yeah. You yeah. have to be careful. You have to be careful. Um, and then New York, New York, I think he's always a... You know, arms go round, legs come out. Bah, bah, well, I don't, bah, you, I don't know if you remember bah. this, but at my wedding, you sort of took over the karaoke at one point and you were singing a lot of songs, do you remember? That doesn't sound like me, see. Right, and then there's a point about, we were in that, we could stay in that theatre till three o'clock in the morning. There was a point about yeah. half 11 where you sang New York, New York and, and loads of people left because <laughs> they were like, oh, I think that's the end of the wedding because you just sang New York. I think you just ran out of song, crooner songs to sing. But I was like, no, no, don't do this. Don't do New York, New York, mate. <laughs> What are you doing, New York? I think you even did my way just to really sort of compound it. And I was like, oh, well, that's the end of that then. Everyone's gone home now. It is. That, I think that is the ultimate end of that's night song. That's the ultimate, isn't it? Yeah. That's the ultimate. So you're having a party. What is the song that ends the night? Okay. Yeah. Catherine, you want it sublimate. Because our family parties at the Labour Club always used to end with either New York, New York or Simply the Best by Tina Turner. That's a good one. That is a yeah. good one. Either way, with everyone in a big circle, arms round each other, kicking out legs in the middle, then all the grandma's aunties would sing, show me the way to go home. That's not a bad one. It's a bit oh, on the nose. Yeah, it's a little bit on the nose, isn't it? <laughs> but I quite like it. I don't even know if there's a version of that rather than the one in Jaws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, she says, I'm a scouser, and every family party, we always end on Hey Jude. The sun's oh, nearly coming up by the time we get to the last verse. Yeah, what an absolute belter. Three o'clock in the morning, somebody goes, Judah, 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 Trying to get people out of here. <laughs> That's a good one. I always find, hey, Jude, maybe it's just where my voice sits, but it's always slightly higher than I I think it's think slightly it's higher than be. everyone. That's, yeah. the, that's why it always does sound shrill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lisa says, in the nightclub back in my younger days, it was always Angels by Robbie Williams every single time. Mm, yeah. I think I did put that one on, on at some point. When um, I used to work at the Ritz in Manchester, the last song we used to play was um, Dionne Warwick. That um, what's I say a little prayer for you. That was that was always oh, the yeah. go ahead. Nice yeah, get out of here. We're all get saying out. a prayer for you going into the, the streets of Manchester at two o'clock. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> say a little prayer for me trying to get a cab at the city centre. There was um, yeah. I did actually post a video of my dad dancing. Um, he was doing a little scar dance, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it was funny because even on mute, people were like, "Is that madness?" <laughs> like you can just tell. Yeah, that was the dance, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was there. Uh, Nikki uh, Whiteman says, "Acon's Lonely" saw me out of a nightclub in my late teens. I think to give the Singletons one last chance. Oh. Lonely, you're oh. so lonely. Is that oh, that one? Dear. 
I think it might be, yeah. Do you remember that one? Maybe it was a bit after yeah. your time. Uh, Grace says, uh, if it's a family party, uh, Runrig Loch Lamond. I don't know any of those words. No, I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know this. I wonder if that's a... Is that, maybe they're Scottish. Maybe it's a Scottish thing. Yeah, maybe. Mm. But you think 500 miles would be proclaimers if you're going to... If you're going full Scottish. Yeah. But then that, again, it could give them a second wind. Yeah. Da, da, but you're also, da, you know. 500 miles to your house, off you pop. Um, <laughs> but yeah, mostly... You said you'd walk it, mate. Lamond, I don't think I've ever heard a more Scottish... Set of words in my life. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it does sound like a nice song. I'm just having a little look at it now. So yeah, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a like, listen to the, listen to that at some point. Um, that's uh, that's always a good one to get people out of the clubs uh, or uh, take that never forget at the end of the night. And all the mm-hmm. bar staff would get on the stage and there was a whole dance routine. We loved it. That sounds like a fun night out. Uh, and Graham does say proclaimers 500 miles followed by Runrig Lot Lamond. Every Scot knows that's oh, really? the time to oh, go. Oh, that is the thing. Then. Okay. Oh, that's good. Good to know. All right. Well, we're gonna have to. Pl- I'm gonna have to play a little bit of uh, Runrig Lot Lamond here just to yeah. just for the rest of rest of Britain to know what what, what you're talking about. It, well, if you're at a party in Scotland, this is your cue. They need to know what it is. Marion says, my son's confirmation a few weeks ago had my family over to celebrate. At the end of the night, the whole lot of us sang Bohemian Rhapsody at the top of our lungs, including my 86-year-old mother and my niece's boyfriend, who we'd just met that evening. It was epic. Yeah, that's 18 that's minutes, a good one, actually. or something like that, isn't it? I mean, you've, you know... Yeah. You've got to put that you on when you're thinking about letting yeah. people leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, again, though, I'd be worried about a second wind on that one. I would definitely. Although would it does end quite... Anyway, the wind, the wind and that's blows. when you open the door. That's when you open the front door. Anyway, it blows that way, guys. The wind blows, blows that way, guys. Kate Coates on See the way. Ya. Out. See you later. Bye. <laughs> Sarah Harlock says, "All together now, at the farm." That's just the best end of party song. That is a good song. It, it, it seems All like any song now, that you that can get like... in a circle holding hands. Yeah. Uh, or you know, all together hugging. now. That feels a bit early doors to me. All together now, personally. Yeah. yeah. I feel like no, that means could, that's no, when we could, come no, together. It, yeah, it could be, but it, it could also be a goodbye. I mean, yeah, one, I see it. Uh, Paula Allen, the last song at our family parties used to be You'll Never Walk Alone, and all the guests would get in a big circle holding hands, singing at the top of our voices. And they're from London, yeah? I wonder where uh, Paula's <laughs> from. <laughs> uh, it is a great song, though. It is, it is a, a good song. To, it's a cracker to end a night. Uh, Lindsay Payne, uh, back in the day, our extended family loved a disco in a local football clubhouse, and they usually ended with good times, come on Eileen, and I've had the time of my life. That's a good one. That's a good one. That is a good one. I like that. But it wasn't the music stopping that made everyone leave. It was the lights going on and everyone going around the room with bin bags. If you didn't leave, you had to help. (laughs) Yes, no, that is a good shout. That is the sign, isn't it? It's the lights coming up, the blinking, and then you can just see, yeah, someone with a bin bag just picking up a plastic cup. I think that's a good, now I've, like that, that would tell yeah. me. Oh, okay, well, get our coats right. Get an get Uber quick, get an Uber quick for the old uh, Time of my life. <laughs> Bing bags, getting your yeah. well, you could, wet in you the could end. You do a sort of cartwheel out, couldn't you? <laughs> do, 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 as you left the, the room. <laughs> and I do it off to you, see you guys. Do, yeah. do a bit of art welding and off you go. <laughs> Don't attempt the. Uh, it's, there's always like an uncle and an auntie. Uh, like he's he's on his knees with his hands up. Mm, Come on, yeah. I can catch no, you. No, you won't. I can catch you. you. Come on. It's, hard, it's harder than it looks. I've been drinking since four o'clock, but come on, come on. <laughs> I have the confidence of cider. No, 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 don't, don't. <laughs> Gemma says when I bartended when I was eighteen in Blackpool, they always played "Build Me Up Buttercup." Always reminds me of Last Orders, even now. It's mm, a strange I one, did, but it's yeah, I think it's in a, head now, isn't it? One. Yeah. Because that's quite high as well. Like a, that's a, that's another one that's higher than you think it is. Well, it's, well, yeah. When somebody mentioned Dex's "Come on, Eileen," I think that's not an end of you know that's no. the start of. Yeah, you're right in the middle of it there. Yeah. I'll be over at ten. You told me time and again, but you're yeah. late. Or do you let me know? Yeah, exactly. I went away from the mic then. (laughs) Yeah, give you that, (laughs) and that was appreciated by all of our listeners. Thank you, Steve. Good. Uh, Karen Warren says uh, it's always "Hi Ho Silver Lining" by Jeff Beck. Yeah, get everyone singing together, riled up, then turn on the lights, shut the bars, stand back. Always a fight. 
In, wow. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a fun and night out. Wolf fans would sing Hi-Ho Wolverhampton as well, because that's how we play that before the game. So. Hi-ho, oh, turn the fader down. The fader goes saying? down. It's never as as clean as that. The fader oh, goes down. He goes, Hi, have Wolverhampton. <laughs> it's a bit more like that. A little bit more. But, you know, it sort of gets you. Your passion you sing going. that at the match then as well? Yeah, before the game, just oh, after nice. the fireworks. Nice. Uh, Gillian says, for me, it's got to be Queen. We are the champions. Takes me right back to my youth. Proper arms in the air, singing, top of my voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. Working. Although you've, you'd always be hanging on, wouldn't you, for that last of the world that never comes. Yeah, what well, we discussed this before, didn't it? What was, there was yeah. a name for it, wasn't it? The Mandela, Mandela effect. Mandela effect, that was it, yeah. Yeah, this is where everybody <laughs> thinks the end of uh, We Are the Champions goes, dun, 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 of the world. Of the world. And yeah. he just never... He never it. gets there. It's like he just walked away from the mic. You're like, what? Yeah, you think Ready? he does, but he doesn't. You've remembered that he does, but he didn't. He didn't. Uh, Gemma Hickman, the nightclub I used to work in, always played Your Beautiful by James Blunt. Oh, Crikey, that well. would be the end of the night, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it always signalled the desperately drunk, sweaty singles uh, looking for a ten to tour. If you know, you know, she oh, says. Yeah. Uh, to rush to each other and everyone else pegged it out the door. Very funny to watch. Yeah. I guess if you're working there, that must be a funny thing to watch. Yeah, you just... <laughs> just, <laughs> just drunk Man, people looking around brilliant. the room. Yeah. <laughs> You'll do. You'll do, yeah. You'll do. You'll do. You're beautiful. <laughs> it's true, you'll do. Um, I actually quite like James Blunt, and I love him on Twitter. Have it's you followed him on, on Twitter? Twitter yeah, that's He's funny. very funny on yeah. Twitter, yeah. He, he takes it very well, and... and uh, but he he gives it back, doesn't he? Crikey, he's well, like yeah. he's like um, he's like a comic. Like he does, <laughs> he's like a comic doing echoes and echo put downs. He's very funny. Yeah, definitely give uh, old Blunty a follow. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Music I don't know if you saw this, Steve, in the paper. Uh, Her Majesty the Queen. Hmm. She's got a secret booze tunnel under Buckingham Palace. She's got a what? A booze tunnel, mate. What, does it lead to, like, a pub? Basically, the royal family can discreetly head to a cocktail bar from the palace thanks to a hidden underground tunnel. Oh, this sounds brilliant. Uh, Princess Eugenie's husband let it slip in a recent uh, interview. Uh, He claims uh, there is one to Duke's Bar from St James's Palace. I haven't used it yet, but I'd love to check it out. Um, Duke's Bar, situated in the exclusive Mayfair residence, Duke's Hotel is famous for its legendary martinis, described as one of the world's best. Mm. According to her cousin, Margaret Rhodes, Her Majesty enjoys a martini every evening, making Duke's an obvious place to head for, the, for a drink. Uh, that's and that's not, the on- that's not the only secret passageway. There's a whopping 775 rooms in Buckingham Palace, so it's hardly surprising that the monarch has hidden away. Uh, a little one to get to a... To, can you imagine... You what? You rock up to a to Duke's bar, yeah, and you get, and get to the, the bar. And there's, uh, the Queen's just sat there. Well, the, the trap door opens just just in yeah. front of the bar. <laughs> the Queen comes out on a ladder. <laughs> Where's the martini? Martini, please. Sorry, we got lost. We were trying to get to the kebab shop. Is it? Do a left at the Tower of London. What was it? <laughs> That'd be amazing. Maybe maybe that's what they've got. Just tunnels everywhere. Yeah, they pop up in Madden Two Swords and just stand there. You finished your house now, and it? it's a shame you want to. Do you want to build in a booze yeah. tunnel now? Booze tunnel. To the local I could have had a couple around Stockport. <laughs> one to the Weatherspoons. One to the Hat Museum. Yeah. One to the I mean, train station. One to the Garrick, the theatre. Oh. Not that one. The other one. For the Plaza. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it! I should have thought about that. Well, it's not Always too, too late. Seeking... <laughs> no, it's Channel not. Tunnel. <laughs> Hit me with your best fact. Fire away. It is Hit Me With Your Best Facts. The mugs have arrived, Steve. Have they? Yeah. Let me send it to you on the old WhatsApp. You having a little look at that? Oh, look at those. Nice, them, aren't they? They're lovely, aren't they? Hey, classy. The Jason Manford Show. We've got rid of the egg cups. Well, the egg cups got rid of us, really. Yeah. And uh, we've replaced it with an absolute, absolute mug. So, to win one of these, all you've got to do to join in is email me, jason at absoluteradio.co.uk, with your best facts. Fact. It's got to be a fact that is so good it makes me and Steve want to mm. Google it and find out more. Uh, hit me with your best facts. Thanks to our friends at Disney Plus, we've got this Jason Manford Show mug. Uh, you can win it as if you can wow us with your amazing facts. For example, Steve, yeah. uh, did you know that Darth Vader appears for only 12 minutes in the first Star Wars movie? 
Mm-hmm. Is that all? Did you know that? Twelve minutes. What what an impression that guy made. Yeah. That is, uh, you can catch good. the Star Wars films on Disney Plus, of course. Uh, right, let's get to it. Stacy okay. says, "Hi, Jason. If you rub garlic on your feet, you can taste it in your mouth within thirty minutes." Really? Ooh, wow. Now that's interesting, isn't it? That's a good I, one. I can taste sock actually. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Orange. <laughs> orange. <laughs> orange socks on. Oh, was it? <laughs> um, that is a good one. I want to try that. Yes, you got. You need a day to yourself, though, don't you? Because you don't want anyone to catch you doing it. You don't want. Any, you don't want. Oh, that moment. Well, you're right. No. Um, yeah, I just I rubbed some uh, garlic on my feet uh, about an hour ago, and I've, I've just. Oh, so strong. You, you don't want. You don't want to be anyone no. there for either of those things. No, no, you definitely don't. <laughs> it feels a little bit like one of those things where you stick a, a like two pence on your head, and if you bang it really hard, it falls out. It feels like a trick. She yeah. wants these people to just. It does feel like Stacey's tricking a lot of people in the country there too. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, we can't Google it, so let's see what happens. I presume she means like the sole of your feet. Oh, yeah, not on your toes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to try that this week when I get five minutes to myself. Uh, Nick says, hi, Jason, Steve. Uh, did you know that art was a discipline at the Olympic Games from 1912 to 1948 with medals yeah. awarded for architecture, literature, music, painting and sculpture? See, this is a good one. This That's is the sort a good of thing one. I like. That's, That's a good like one. right up to like pre-war. Was there was there an Olympic Games in nineteen forty eight? I didn't know. I thought that was before the war. That one where Which one? Jesse Owen and all that. And... That was. No, I don't is that the one? That's before anyway, the war. Yeah, this is it. There was yeah. Medals awarded for architecture. That's mad, isn't it? So what? Do you, would you? So you, you turn up and they fire a gun and then you build something. Yeah. See this stadium? Right. Just mixing the cement up quick. Go, 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 go. That's that how it works. And you pass the trowel on like a relay, and then they'd finish another floor. 100 metres, but with trombones. Yeah. I think this could, this could improve it, actually. This, this might could be really better. improve. Well, they, the you know, Olympics. they do that thing on ITV where they do like classic games shows. Maybe they should do like a classic version of the Olympics where all the stuff yeah. that isn't in there anymore, or people say should be in there, like darts, we do like, you know. Give it a go. Yeah, like um, yeah, and that they do um singular like they do solo uh, synchronized swimming. Oh yeah, yeah. That it's was one of the games that we used it? to do. <laughs> solo synchronized swimming. Yeah, how does like that work? I don't know. Just dancing in the water. I don't know, That's but I like oh, let's do. They've started strong here, Steve. That's a good one. That is a really good strong one. here. Uh, Jess says around one in every two hundred men are direct descendants of Genghis Khan. One in every I think I knew that one. He was a bit of a love machine. Mm, <laughs> I don't yeah. think there was love involved. Yeah, anyway, know. what I'm saying is, he put it about a bit. Um, yeah. One in 200 men, direct descendants. I can believe that. I think I feel like yeah. I've heard that. Like I feel like I've heard that. That to me feels like, like one of those, um, you know, Les Dawson's actually really good at the piano. Like it feels like one of those ones. Yeah. Scott says, hi guys, do you know the first person who fell victim of the electric chair was actually part of the team who invented it? Ooh. Oh, my God. Imagine sat there. Oh, you're having a laugh here, boys. No, but surely you would have been able to go, oh, you've got that on wrong. Let me just um, <coughs> switch here. <coughs> and know where there's a cutout or something. Could have done that. Uh, Sonia says, more people are killed by coconuts in a year than by sharks. Yeah, I've heard that one. That is a good one. I, c- I could believe that. Although I don't think Jaws would have been as good, would it? No. no. It's just like... Get off the beach. What? There's a coconut on that beach. tree and it might fall out. Although, after I'd heard that fact, mm. when we were filming in Guadeloupe, and mm. I was sat there at breakfast one morning yeah. and a coconut fell out of a tree and bounced off the bonnet of the car and set the car alarm off and dented the middle. I was like, yeah. I couldn't really. I was, when I, every time I was walking around, I was like a nervous wreck going, <laughs> oh, God, I've got to walk under a tree. Yeah, you can see how it would finish yeah. you off. Oh, <sighs> Yeah. Blooming neck. Uh, Stephen Doyle says the mask used in Halloween films is a William Shatner mask that was painted white yeah, as the that's... budget had run out and it was the only mask in the studio prop store at the time. Yeah, this is somebody who's watched the movies that made us. Because that was that kind of Oh, is week. it on there? Yeah, it's on oh, there. Hey, yeah. They're good, they though, aren't no they money. on Netflix? Yeah. They I are just good. watched the one about Back to the Future. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, really good then. The movies that made us are on uh, yeah, it's on Netflix. That's a good one, that. I quite like that one. Mm. But I, I've not seen that the documentary, so that to me is a good fact. I yeah, like well, it's it. true. Cause, yeah. And it, and they then run out of money, they just didn't have anyone to start with. 
Oh, I see. So it was quite low budget. Yeah. That makes sense. $300,000 or something stupid. Jake Forrest says, The position design of a statue on horseback relates to how the person on the horse died. If the horse has two legs in the air, they died in battle. If the horse has one leg in the air, they died of a wound caused from a battle. If all four legs are in the air, they died of natural causes. Mm-hmm. All yeah. four legs in the air? That's magic, How can all four legs be in the air? <laughs> Maybe they could be like a rod up the middle. They died on a, they died on a carousel. Is that flying? That's flying. That's a unicorn. They died on a unicorn. If all four legs are in the air, they died Some on a good unicorn. good ones there. I'm, I'm impressed with these. You've <laughs> they died when their flying horse crashed. <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Uh, what about this from Jill? Humans are the only animal to have chins, and no one knows why. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's snooker, isn't it? That's why you've got them. So you can rest it. What's that? It's for snooker. For snooker. So you can rest it on there. We're well, the only, the only ones animal that play snooker. snooker. Yeah, exactly. That's why we've got them. Obviously, Jill. Yeah, it's all worked out. Sorted that Is one. That right? Move on. Are we going with chins? Monkeys have got chins, haven't they? You'd think a monkey would, wouldn't you? Sure what about, got a chin. what's on the bottom part of all animals' faces then? What's yeah, that? like a dolphin. What's that bit on the bottom the lip dolphin? and then that's the end? No, there's a, there's a bit of bone. That's a chin, isn't it? Or is it a jaw? No, they've all got jaws, haven't we? Well, that's it. We've all got jaws, but maybe that extra bit of bone that we've got on our chin that sort of protrudes out. That's part of your jaw, isn't it? It's not doing anything, is it, if you think about it? A dolphin's got one. (laughs) (laughs) What's your chin? What's your chin for? It's not for out, is it? No, I don't know what it's for. No, I don't know what it's for. Um, Because we've just got that bit that sort of sticks out a bit. Yeah. What's that about? I know what you mean. It's a good one, yeah, that's yeah, because it's not the bone bit, is it? It's like the no, they've know. all got jaws. Yeah, it's the it's like a fatty cartilage thing. I don't know. Mm. I've got a dimple as well. I mean, what's that for? That's just what, nothing. What? That's just a state. That's just is so it? you can uh... Genghis Khan. Oh, snooker again. Yeah, it's just the snooker. That's just so, so you can attract the Rest in your cue one. Yeah. Simon says, if you use the football to represent the planet Earth, then you would need to use the planet Earth itself to represent the sun to scale. Oh, that's good. Very good, Si. Say that again, because that's good. So if you, if you use, use the, plan- the football yeah. to represent the planet Earth, then you would need to use the planet Earth itself to represent the sun to scale. scale. Right. Oh, I mean, I love a bit over. of that. It's over. It's over. <laughs> well, look, I've got three more. Shall I fire okay. them out? Oh, yeah, okay. Ellis says, before Peugeot made cars, they made pepper grinders. Yeah. I mean, it was one. a lot. It was a lot following that one, Mike, from Simon. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? Really? It, was tough, it was a tough follow, that. Yeah. That's like, that reminds me of 1999 following <laughs> Peter Kay at the Frog and Bucket. Like, that's a tough one to follow. Yeah. Uh, Sean, sounds- before 1687, clocks were made with only an hour hand. I guess there was nothing to do, was there? Half an hour. Mm. What's half an hour when there's nothing to do? It just moved, yeah, it was, it was between one and two. You went, well, that's about half past, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Michelle says, I have... Oh, she's made the classic mistake on this game, Steve. She's sent us two. Oh, no. Don't send us two. No. Um, Michelle says, uh, 1,000 is the first number that, when spelled out, contains an A. The okay. letter A. An 100. <laughs> <laughs> and nearly 10% of a cat's bones are in their tail. Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. Mm, there's some good ones there, but... Yeah, do you know what? That's when you send in two, it's because they're both all right. Yeah. It's, you know. You need to you need to settle on one. One. Right, we yeah, need a winner, Steve. We need to send this Disney Plus mug out. It's uh, For me, it was always, the Olympic guy was winning it by a mile. Yeah. But then the, the sun and the football, that's got to be, isn't it? I mean, that's if that's true, please, I mean, you're going to check this. But that, if that's true, that's, that's amazing. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's got to be true, All right. Yeah. The Jason Manford Show mug goes to Simon with his facts. If you use a football to represent the planet Earth, then you would need to use the planet Earth itself to represent the sun to scale. I can hear dads all over the country bagging that for later on for Sunday dinner, just throwing that into the mix. Mm -hmm. That's a belter. You're welcome. Thanks, Simon. Well done. Matters. Nominated for an RTS award, Steve. Oh, yeah? What the for? Royal Television Society Northwest. Yeah. Northwest, yeah. I've got one, um, there, but I've I missed the Northwest bit out. I just got, I've got an RTS award here. Oh, do you? You just sort of yeah, make it out like it's the. It was. What was that for acting? Yeah, for acting. For acting. What, what, were, you, what were you in? Scallywagger. 
Yeah, it was that for Scallywagga? Oh, no, yeah, it was a while ago. Three years in a row, and it was stuff that I really, really was proud of. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the way, isn't it? <laughs> you sat there slightly embarrassed. Uh, we had a lot of fun, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, um, you know, it's where one of the places, I met Sal, obviously, when we were doing Phoenix Nights, but me and Sally worked together a lot on that, and that's we know we're doing Madame Blanc together, so it's yes. all part of the same story. Hey, I've been watching Madame Blanc. It's good. Yeah, no, it's nice, isn't it's it? Really, it's really... Do you know what's nice about it? It was absolutely caking it down outside, and I flicked it on, and it was just lovely sunshine, and everyone so in shorts. And, in oh, it's song. nice, yeah. yeah. But it's good. It's got that sort of murder she wrote. Uh, vibe yeah it's episodic you know yeah mysteries. it's just sort of it's, like it's that level yeah. like you're not thinking oh my god someone's gonna die <laughs> like i mean yeah. it's just like okay oh he was the murderer was he oh the scoundrel yeah. nice i mean yeah. it's good i'm enjoying that that's on channel fives by the way on saturdays uh give that a little watch that's their big show at the moment getting uh some rave reviews and uh lots of people watching um but anyway the award that i got was for best preschool children's program oh oh is this um daisy and ollie yeah, well, it could be this radio show, if we're honest. It could it? be, yeah. No, it was this. It was my last <laughs> <for talk>. this <laughs> Best preschool children's programme. Yeah, we've been nominated for uh, Daisy and Ollie, which is a cartoon I've been uh, writing and producing and doing the voices for for the last five years. Uh, it's on Every Day on Channel 5, Milkshake, and I play the dad and various other characters. You've got Haddis um, in it as well. Haddis is in yeah, that's right. Sarah Hadland does it and Claire Morgan with the three. Uh, we've had lots of people in it, actually. We've had... Um, we have we've had Gary Barlow did a Christmas yeah. song one year. Yeah, Romin, um, Ramesh was in. Ramesh rang an eight. Paddy was uh, in. Brendan Paddy McGuinness, yeah. So that's the episode we've been uh, nominated for, actually. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, so uh, it's the How Can I Make Friends with Theo? Uh, and it was created in partnership with the National Autistic Society. And it was about a little boy uh, with autism. And it was about Daisy and Ollie just sort of saying, how can we make friends with this uh, this boy? And uh, mm. it starred Christine and Paddy McGuinness as well. Of course, they're involved with uh, the Autistic Society. And uh, it's just a lovely a lovely episode, and we're very oh, proud brilliant. of it. So well over the moon to be uh, to be nominated for an RTS award. Uh, I can't go, unfortunately. I've got a gig. Uh, but hopefully we'll find out. And uh, I'll just probably have a, a very drunk uh, Sarah Hadland or whatever ringing me up saying we've sure. won or lost, depending yeah. on... Which way it goes, uh, but I hope you enjoy that. If you if you have got uh, if you have got preschoolers, it's a fun show to watch, and it uh, it just gets you out of watching Peppa Pig for a bit as well, which is it's never a bad thing, is it? Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Hey Steve, we've seen this in the paper this week. Dominic Calvert Lewin plays for Everton, yeah. Uh, he's on the front cover of the uh, the Hom Plus magazine. Right, uh, he's wearing a dress. He's like in a well, it looks a bit like a schoolgirl outfit, to be honest, but not like a yeah. sexy one, just sort of a normal, like for a nice school. <laughs> looks like a nice school. Yeah. And um, I don't know about you, like, because there was an Australian footballer recently who's come out uh, as gay, yeah. and uh, he's like the first one in the world to do it. But obviously the numbers tell us that, what is it, like one in four? The yeah, people. Uh, so yeah. you think, and look at footballers, they're always hugging each other and kissing each other. Like, surely, come on, there must yeah. be something going on there. One of you's in a team of 40. Yeah, has got to, but they haven't because of the way you know society is and football football is, and even when that happened recently with the Australian footballer uh, coming out, I did think to myself, sort of, I guess rather uh, cynically, but I did think to myself, the first Premier League footballer who comes mm. out as gay, mate, cha-ching, let's be honest, <laughs> the money, you're gonna be an absolute legend, and and that sort of shows you where we're up to because Dominic Calvert-Lewin has, uh, has put this dress on he's not even yeah. said anything about sexuality or whatever and the abuse oh really is he getting that he's abuse? had oh. simply for wearing a dress on the thing so suddenly you think well actually yeah that's how sort of poisonous it is like football fans I mean let's be honest we, we're football fans but football mm. fans are absolute nuts oh, I mean, aren't they they're still chanting about stuff that happened 40 years ago so oh, you know they're the worst <laughs> it's just where like racist homophobes can hide in groups that's what's horrible about it. But you suddenly think, Christ, so yes, you would make millions of pounds if you were the first Premier League footballer to come out. But that's how poisonous football fans are, that even after weighing it up, they've gone, it's not worth it. Yeah. Because they'd have or to they, deal with those. Or they've gone, oh, I've got quite a lot of money already. <laughs> well, there is that. Yeah. There is that. But um, any but, other yeah, sport. Just, yeah. Some of the stuff that people say, crikey, I think it looks all right. I mean, people wear stuff on magazines that, I don't know, maybe I'm, a lot of people wearing these skirts now. I saw Harry Styles in one the other day. 
wonder very what comfy, point. isn't it? Remember there was that period when everyone wore sarongs? Yeah. And when Beckham wore one. I mean, Beck- very comfy. Yeah, I must say, I'm, you know, there's something about the skirt that I'm thinking about. I mean, look at Scott. The Scots wear kilts, don't they? Mm, and the Welsh sometimes, yeah. And the Welsh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's something in that skirt. Well, that's Easy the, access that's the as well yeah, for a little you get scratch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean. how you get in. You know, if you can claim some sort of Scottish or Welsh heritage, then yes. next thing you know, you're wearing a, a kilt and you go, yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. Also, you think for blokes, like, going for a toilet and that, you could just lift your skirt up and have a wee. Mm. Yeah. There's loads of bonuses. Yeah. Trousers, if anything, are a bit backwards, Pockets aren't they? are good, though, aren't they? I think, I think sometimes pockets women are envious are of our pockets. You know, in yeah, dresses, yeah, you don't true. generally have pockets. You know, that's, we, true. that's pocket privilege. We take that for granted. We've got we a pocket do. to we keep do, our to change. But then they've got an handbag, so I, I envy that. Mm. Got to fit more stuff in there. Unless we start having handbags and skirts. Well, they call it man bag, don't they? And every time they put man in front of everything, it sounds like a bit like abuse, doesn't it? Like you know, man yeah, flu like an insult, and man yeah. cave and it, mansplaining, yeah. you know. So man bag sounds like they don't mean it in a positive way. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Well, I tell you what, I'm, 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 I'm going against these idiots on their Twitter, and I'm saying uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin. I think you look pretty, Bob, on my friend. I think you look pretty cool, and uh, I think you should rock up at the next Everton match in it. Just take it. Just absolutely just stand in the centre circle. Maybe with just your your banking app on your phone. Just show everybody yeah. your uh, how much money you've got on the bank. <laughs> this is how much it affects me. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Thanks for joining us here on Absolute Radio. Uh, what you got planned the rest of the week, Steve? Still filming up in bank? I am still filming, yeah, for the next few days, yeah. Lovely, lovely back to home. finding out what that is, uh, what that's all about. Uh, I am uh, back on tour, of course, so do feel free to uh, to come and see us. You can find details, jasonmanford.com. Um, this week I am uh, Scunthorpe, Stockport, Lincoln, Skegness and Halifax. I'm really going for it, so feel free. You can free get to... home from a couple of those. A couple of them, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's not, but it's literally home. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, that's me this week. So do come along and uh, see us sometime. All right, have a lovely, lovely week. Take care, everyone.